From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601, and Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks. Today we're talking about everything decks and fences. How to know if your fence is code? What type of fence is best for you? Wood, metal, chain link? Maybe you want the white picket one with a dog and 2.5 kids. Also, we'll t- uh, talk about choosing the right wood and stain for that outside deck. Uh, that is about to become a major entertainment central at your house. Share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. This is Fix It 101 from MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. From MPB Think Radio, this is Fix It 101, the home improvement show to help you do it yourself. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601, and Jeff Sammons is here from Houseworks. Today we're talking everything decks and fences. How to know if your fence is code? What type of fence is best for you? Wood, metal, chain link? Maybe you want a white picket one with a dog and 2.5. That's what everybody's looking for, right? We'll also talk about choosing the right wood and stain for that outside deck that is about to become entertainment central at your house. You can share your comments and experiences with us this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Morning, fellas. Good morning. morning. So uh, how's everybody's week been? Man, mine has been wonderful. Yeah. Uh, Closed out a, uh, sold a house yesterday and uh, got a family moved in last week. So, uh, Starting wow. some new projects this week, so everything's great. Good for you. And um, and uh, Dell, I saw, and if you go to MPB's Fix It 101 page on Facebook, MPB Fix It 101's page on Facebook, um, has Dell your most recent project, which was a deck, as a matter of fact. Yeah, it's one of those um, trick system with the rotless um, deck boards already stained and uh, it's, it's it turned out uh, nice, a nice Mother's Day uh, present. It was an interesting one to watch if you go and look at it. It's a little video that Dell made about this, and um, it's got this really nice cut uh, of this this round cut that I looked at it when I when I looked at it, I was like, man, I'm glad he did that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was surgery. Yeah, yeah, it, well, it looked like surgery. Um, and it's also there's a picture on there of I finally finished the uh, the cedar chest. Uh, my, uh, I saw that. My yeah. my my wife's father made this cedar chest when he was in like eighth or ninth grade shop. Wow! And and it you know she, he kind of he gave it to her and it's it's become a family thing and but man it was beat up it had mm-hmm. uh, it had trim around it that had been kicked and tossed around for years and moved and banged up against door frames and everything else and then the three of the four legs had broken off. Mm-hmm. Um, and 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 of course the 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 sides had you know over the past you know I don't know sixty years I don't know forty years something like that have gotten stickers on it and everything else so I just sanded the entire thing down uh, routed brand new trim 
made uh, jigsawed some brand new legs and and really did it up, recovered it and everything. But anyway, that little project's there, and that was a lot of fun. One of the things that I did a few weeks ago, though, is build a deck. Wow. And and so that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about building decks and fences, uh, uh, some things that we... Uh, all of us here have at least attempted. I don't know how successful. Jeff, have you ever done this uh, really successfully? Uh, what's that? Build a fence? Yeah. Oh yes, I have goats. No, no, I, I told you. No, I don't mean I don't mean your subcontractors, Jeff. I mean you. Yes. Oh, okay. okay. Well, well. <laughs> look, now there's got to be a supervisor. Right. Right. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. So anyway. If you want to, if you've got an issue right now, this is the time. You know, uh, the wife and I have been out on the deck a lot lately. It's absolutely gorgeous outside. The mosquitoes are not god awful mm, yet. Not, not, not quite too active yet. Yeah, yeah, it's coming. You know, June's June's coming. Oh yeah, but don't, um, you don't disturb them. You know, once you do a couple cuts and trim back, they kind of come out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've we've found out, but it's really nice to be out on the deck right now, and the weather's just right for it. So that's what we're talking about today, and. Uh, this is this is something else. So we want to go ahead and get into this decks and fences. Uh, let's talk about fences first. How do you figure out uh, the fence laws and guidelines for your neighborhood? Now you've got usually homeowners associations, sure, yeah, uh, HOAs. Yeah, you know, if if you have an active HOA, it's real simple. A lot of them are are now online. Mm-hmm. Uh, go online, see what the guidelines are. Uh, if the um, if the HOA is not that active, you can always call your local um, permit office. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they will know, um, you know what the what the guidelines are for that subdivision. And okay, Jeff, you've always been our permit guy. Does one need to get a permit to put up a fence? Uh, again, depends on the county. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can tell you, in the city of Madison, absolutely, you must have a permit. Really, and does that? Uh, uh, and certain, by the way, certain uh, areas uh, say that you can or cannot have different types of fences. Right, correct. In fact, in the city of Madison, um, they are no longer allowing. If you have a wood fence now, mm-hmm. you can you can your grandfathered in. You can have a wood fence that borders a road. Right. But for new subdivisions, mm-hmm. you cannot have a wood fence there anymore. Really? No. Why, why is that? Uh, well, after a few years, the wood starts looking bad. Yeah, so, you know, the city's it. just not allowing that anymore. You cannot have a chain link in the city. Well, what would you do? Well, iron. Really? Yes. See, iron I, or some kind of stone, brick. You know, I think so. one of the reasons why, and mm-hmm. if any of, uh, if any of you uh, have this situation, you will understand if a privacy fence, which is you know what what we you know we call it a privacy fence, typically it's a wood fence. Sure. Um, and and one of the reasons why one might do that next to a road is sound dampening. Sure. You know, mm-hmm. and iron doesn't dampen sound at all. Well, no. In, in the, you know, in that case, you're going to want to put in a green belt. You know, a green belt. What well, is that? You know, trees, bushes. Oh, you know, some, okay. some some sort of which which is going to be a better sound barrier than than a wood than the wood fence. Sure. Yes, sure. Uh, okay, I get that. And plus, people throwing stuff in your yard. Yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, however, all right. So if you're going to do that in your neighborhood, one of the things that I wanted to bring up first before we even really get into fences today is. Uh, 811. 
Oh, here's yes. the deal. And I, I think I've still I've told this story a couple of times before on this show, but I've, I, but I've got to reiterate uh, the, my next door neighbor a couple of years ago was getting a, a, a privacy fence put in. And the guy was out there with just a standard post hole digger. He did not have an auger of any sort. It was just a post hole digger. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, that anyone might have. And he slammed that thing into the ground the very first time to dig the very first hole and hit the gas line. Mm. First shot. Yeah. And, of that, course. That is talent right there. Fire, <laughs> I know. I know. So, it's, I mean, fire uh, the mm. fire department and you know, police department. And, I mean, just shut down the entire street because that happened. So, the, the, the thing I was going to mention before you even start to think about that, mm-hmm. go ahead and call 811. Yes. It takes them a couple of days to come out. Uh, I've learned. Yeah, it does. I think I, th- I think they have three days. Right. And uh, now here's the downside to that. Mm-hmm. Chances are mm-hmm. more likely than not that that particular contractor received a bill mm-hmm. from the gas company. And um, uh, if you hit a if you hit a big enough uh, transmission line, mm-hmm. a gas line, um, they're they're going to send you a bill. What if it's the homeowner? Um, if you didn't call nine one, if you didn't call eight one one, chances are the homeowner's getting a a bill. All right, folks. So before you take your post hole digger or or, or call for goodness first. sakes the auger, you know, um, call eight one one first. And what they'll do, they'll come out there with those special uh, paint cans <clears throat> and they'll mark up your mm-hmm. land and tell you where everything that you could hit and break in the ground is. Yeah. So. Well, and and two, another thing is just safety. You yeah, know, because it, because a lot of power is now routed right. through the ground, cables, and everything, water. Um, yeah. So, yeah, and you can make quite a mess of your home if you don't get that done. Before we even dug the garden, we had to call. Right, and, and it is free. Eight one one is free. Yeah. Uh, to the to the end user, we got to get an eight one one person on. Someone yeah. pays the bill, but and I'm, and it's paid by the the utilities. But right, but uh, simply recently, call them. Um, um, I had a um, seminar about the. Um, how valuable and important it is to not uh, disregard those warning signs uh-huh. and to call them. They would much rather uh, take the time to come out again and again and market for each individual contractor right. than for someone to oops. Right. Okay. Uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or, of course, you can send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Check out our Facebook page, Fixit 101, MPB's Facebook page, Fixit 101. Check that out, and then you can see uh, what uh, we're all doing here. Is this a good DIY project, fellas, doing your own fence? Let's apply it to fence right now. I think so, Absolutely. Yeah, it seemed like a fun project. It is, and it and it's it's uh, you know, honestly, fellas, typically it's straight lines. That's right. You know, it's not. It's you know, you don't have to do what Dell did the other day and Picasso oh, no. it. But no. <laughs> you just it's just straight lines, and 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 you're just making big squares that stand up. Yeah. So it's not that difficult. I can tell you, I've also put in a chain link fence before, and that takes patience. That's a, that's a little more difficult. It is. It is. That's a, it's uh, dangerous too. It is, uh, and there's a lot of galvanized steel and a lot of wire and a lot of things that can hurt you in doing that. And I, I almost always recommend, if you're going to do a chain link, to go with a contractor, uh, a fence contractor. But the wood fences, that's something you can do. Now, one of the things I noticed when when my wife and I moved into this house that I live in now, mm-hmm. someone had already put up a privacy fence. Oh, and yes. one of the things they did was between 
the the poles, okay? Ooh. They put instead of two by fours, they used one by fours and nailed the uh, fence slats to one by fours. Yeah. Well, that only takes about a year's worth of rain and sun for the whole thing to droop. Oh yeah, start sagging. There's just nothing to support those um, fence boards. No, no. So, so when you're doing that, make sure that uh, look, folks. It's a, a home improvement is a whole different ball game these days, and you can actually go online, watch yourself a YouTube video about how to do this. Uh, and and actually, I would suggest watching. More than one, because you never know if that contractor doing that one was any good. Well, until you know the end result from that one by versus a two by mm-hmm. is, um, you know, Jason rebuilding three, the fence three, three or four <laughs> bucks. So you really didn't save anything because now mm-hmm. you have to dismantle everything that you right that you installed. Right. To get the two-by put in there. Right. And the two-by-fours, by the way, folks, um, if you're thinking about doing this, w- one of the neat things to know about building your own fence or deck or anything like that, w- the cost is not necessarily in the material at all. Uh, mm-hmm. And what I mean by that is the cost is in your back. Yes. Because yeah. because the material, honestly, two-by-fours don't cost anything. Right. You know, it's it's $3 and change for a, for a treated two-by-four, mm-hmm. you know, eight-foot two-by-four. So it's not like you're spending a lot of money on materials. However, uh, you're definitely going to spend some time out there. And one of the things I would recommend is good screws. And, yes. yeah, you, you should use screws when doing a fence. Yeah, a lot absolutely. of folks lose nails, and, and the nails just pull out. And, and two, you know, something else to consider um, – you need to know where your property corners are. Ooh. Um, you know, man, you, oh man, you, you, you do. Mm-mm. You don't want to put your fence on your neighbor's property, but but on the on the other side of that, you you don't want to give your neighbor some of the property. No, and one so. of the things also that you'll learn that if you back off too far from the neighbor's property, what happens is that that neighbor may not maintain the area mm-hmm. on the other side of sure. your fence, oh, man. and so that you've got to do that. Uh, which means you've got to come out of your yard, go on the other side of the fence, and maintain that property. The jungle? Uh, the jungle, right. Uh, and that's where bugs come from. So, all right, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. It's 877-672-7464, or you can send us an uh, email at fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Do you need to repair the deck? you have a problem board with your deck, some squeaking, uh, maybe a piece is rotting out? We can help you out. Give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, have you recently put up a new fence or a new deck, or you want to? Maybe you need some tips to revamp your fence or deck. Call us with your questions, Comments or just tell us what project you're working on at 877 MPB Ring. We'll be right back. steps to your front door mpb news covers the state like no one else our team of award-winning journalists keeps you informed on the news affecting your life mpb news online at mpbonline.org and on mpb think radio this is an mpb think radio podcast to hear previous shows visit mpbonline.org or download the mpb public radio app to listen on your iphone or android phone on demand 
Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today we're talking about fences and decks and how to complete the project within code and also make it look nice. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464 or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We were talking before about doing uh, fences and decks. One of the things that goes with both of these things is that you have to dig holes in the ground mm-hmm. on, on both decks and, and, and fences. Now, that's not a hard and fast rule. Uh, on some decks, you can build what they call floating decks that are not necessarily you know, into the ground. However, uh, it's a, that's a big thing. And, and, and when you're talking about concrete and pressure-treated wood and the whole nine yards, there's a lot of decisions to be made there when you're building a fence or a deck. Uh, and you guys jump in anytime you want, by the way. <laughs> yeah, was, you're doing a great thinking. job. Hey, thanks, man. Uh, I appreciate yeah. it. <laughs> um, to me, um, I, I like a stain um, fence or a deck, but uh-huh. some clients don't want that. I'll tell them um, I can stain and say, no, I want it to dry and age, you know. Yeah. Uh-huh. Naturally, I can so, say that. Well, some of the some of the boards, like the standard privacy fence planks that you that you buy, mm-hmm. uh, really only have about how many years in them? Would you say two. if they're untreated? <laughs> yeah, it Dells is too. It depends on the board, but you know some of them will start curling or whatever after no time. Yeah, it just really. depends uh, because the boards when you buy them are what you call wet wood. I mean, they're they're brand new. They're green, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, and when they dry out, they shrink. And you can't get the old um, old sap lock anymore. They have uh, the environmental protection now, so mm-hmm. they're basically, uh, you know, you're gonna have to do some kind of treatment yourself. Okay, all right, all right. Let's go to uh, Lee and Florence. She is staining a deck. And are you with us, Lee? Yes, I'm here. All right. So you're staining a deck, right? I am. All right. So what are you trying to do? Uh, I've got, it's about 1,000 square feet, so I'm working in sections. And the first section, I actually pressure washed. And I was hoping I could just pressure wash the second part of it, but uh, when I went to Home Depot, they were telling me about this all-in-one wood cleaner. Mm-hmm. And my husband, he's a contractor, and he was telling me just to use bleach, that he thought that would be fine. So I wanted to check. I've got three different, you know, uh, opinions on what to do, and just wanted to see what y'all's opinion was. I've done two of those. I can tell you, I've, I've used the bleach, but that was under a, a a decking area that was under a lot of trees and 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 collected a lot of mold, and uh-huh. and that was the way to get that off uh, quickly. However, a pressure washer uh, really works fast, but you got to watch yourself on a pressure washer because if you're doing, say, and we're going to get a little in the weeds here, twenty eight to thirty two hundred psi, you, you could possibly damage the wood. Yeah, right. yeah, that, that was my other concern. <clears throat> Use the right nozzle, but um, you know, I I, I don't particularly I like, like the sound of bleach. The I mean, you don't like you, the bleach. Okay, I, I don't. Just simply, you get it on your clothes, and and those clothes are pretty much ruined, right? And when you're going to pay a couple extra dollars for the actual product to mm-hmm. to clean a deck with, I, I would I would spend the additional money mm-hmm. to go with the cleaner. I would. Okay, yes. yeah. And I pressure washed a uh, a deck last year, and if the deck is older, you can uh, you can really dislodge some stuff with a pressure washer that you didn't intend to do. Um, you know, 
right, will come right off with a pressure washer. I'm more of a um, elbow, hands-on type of guy. I probably would um, use the cleaner and a soft scrub brush and just mop and, you know. Oh, that's a good that idea. Way. Yeah. Uh, the soft scrub brush or a broom or plastic broom and, and the chemicals in a um, little you know, five-gallon bucket can, or something and just dip and yeah. soak the area and just kind of mop mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. You can all you can always back off of the pressure washer a little bit. Just right. hold it further away from what you're spraying. That's right. And use yeah. a wide tip. Sure. Yeah. That's not the yeah. Jason way. You go don't full, get up, full on. Yeah. <laughs> Let's crank it up to 11 and just hammer it. Yeah, two <laughs> inches away. Please right. stand back at right. least 12 inches. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks, Lee. We appreciate it. All right. Uh, we've got Zakosh on the line in Mobile. Are you with us, Zakosh? Hello? Hello? Zakosh? Zakash. Zakash. Sorry, I got it close. Right. <laughs> All right. So, uh, so a value a deck adds to your home. Are you a realtor or something, man? Uh, so I'm a homeowner, and I've I've owned my house for about five years now. I'm only going to be in it two more years because I graduate. I'm a student, mm-hmm. and I, I do a lot of entertaining. And I've been wanting to build a deck, but I'm only going to be in the house two more years. I was wondering what kind of value that the deck adds to the house. Uh, the, if it's a good deck, um, some people really dig it. Yeah, I mean yeah. it it could it could give you some value. I really can't see uh getting much value out of it other than the value you're going to receive from right. it. Right. That's Especially if you're an entertaining yeah, type. I, yeah. I I think that's how you measure that. Mm-hmm. And um it is part of it mm-hmm. is part of uh, it's not it's not what one would call curb appeal, but it is nice to open the back door and see one. Yeah. yeah. And two, I mean you build a nice deck and it makes the house sell quicker. Mm-hmm. Uh if they give you zero value for it, but it sells the house quicker, how much is that worth? Right. So, exactly. so if you're trying to increase the value of your home, kitchen and bath, yeah. There's there's your two. I think it adds value to the backyard, you know, in certain yeah. cases. Yeah. Uh, and you know, the one that we put on the uh the Fix It 101 page, the deck that I built a while back in my yard, was because there was this place that was on, I forget which side of the house. The swampy side? It, yeah, but it never it never got dry enough to grow real grass, and I thought, that's it. That's enough. I'm, I've been trying to throw seed out and, and everything out for like five years, and you know what? I just built a deck over it. And, and now so forget it. Now I don't have to worry about right. it. Right. Yeah. Uh, that may be a way to go, too. All right. Number to call another, is eight. Yeah, another, go ahead. Another quick question: um, What what's the best way about finding somebody to build a deck? And also, what are y'all's opinions on the floating decks that aren't actually uh, attached into the ground? Floating decks have their place. Um, yeah, and it depends on what you're trying to do. Um, and a lot of people use the floating decks because their homes are not necessarily, uh, you know, a conventional foundation home is actually built. Uh, at least several inches off the ground, you know, up to a foot to mm-hmm. a foot and a half, uh, where a deck makes all kinds of sense. But if you're on a slab foundation, it's not like you walk out and you need, and, you know, you're on the ground basically when you walk out. So a floating deck works well there because there's no need to go up. Right. You know what I'm saying? And again, too, with a floating deck, you'll, you know, it. you could have landscaping that'll help bring value to that, too, because um, no, different strubs and bushes or a uh, lattice to cover up some of that um, structural foundation that'll that's be showing. You know, if you just do a plain box, it's not going to do much for your house. But if you put a little thought into it, mm-hmm. you'll get the value, the equity you're looking for. I think that's a, that's a really good idea. And, I can, and, and one of the other things is... 
if you're doing a floating deck, tie it down. They make they make something that one would tie this down with. All right, it looks like uh, it looks brackets. like this. Yeah, it's a little bracket that you put into the ground, and then you and then you uh, attach that thing that is in the ground to the deck itself. The purpose of that is, hey, you know, you're in Mobile, not much different than Mississippi. A wind can come and just take that away from you. Yeah, it can make that deck sail, and you think, "Oh no, that's you know two thousand pounds worth of wood." Don't you worry. Roofs come off off of houses every day. <laughs> so, like the, a kite flying. the deck could end up in your neighbor's yard. That's right. <laughs> One time, my trampoline ended up on my neighbor's house. Ah, it's serious, <laughs> completely serious. Eight eight eight. No, wait. I'm sorry, wrong number. Eight seven seven MPB ring is the number to call. Eight seven seven MPB ring. Uh, what is the process for building a deck? A lot of people want to know where you start, and uh, your footprint, I think, is 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 where you start. But guys, what do you think? Well, I would say planning. You know, what is your function for the deck? And you know, how will you use it? Because um, a lot of people make mistakes to get a deck, and they really need a top over it too. But they don't put that in their budget, right? So. And that's, yeah, that's you, you know, I think I think you ought to spend a little bit of time and, and figure out what you're going to use the deck for. Is it mm-hmm. a personal yeah. deck, a Is family this, deck? Am, am I going to put the barbecue grill on it? Are we going to mm-hmm. try to eat out there? How much space do I need? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a good point because foot, if you put a grill foot. on it, you have to worry about what you put on top. Yeah, it's going to be open to fire, you know, right. fire pit. And then, uh, you know, consider consider your drainage. Right. Um, you, you know, you want positive drainage away from the house. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to make sure that you're not trapping water, right? When you put this deck down, that that oh no, now I'm trapped the water. So if so, put some drain tiles down, put right. some drainage so it goes under the deck. So there's there's a few things to uh, consider. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a that's a really good point. One of the things with the canopies, and this is something that I, I didn't even think of. You know, I mean, right now, if you sit out on the deck in the in the in the evening, mm-hmm. it is just perfect right yes but <laughs> june's coming folks you're gonna roast on that deck uh well i think that's when you put the pool in right right you need some accessories yeah right just some accessories 877 mpb ring that's 877-672-7464 uh now why is it important to use job-specific tools? There's a question on here that says that. And one of the things I wanted to mention was job-specific hardware. Mm-hmm. Now, when you talk hardware, in this case means the screws that you use to put this thing together. Oh, yes. That's what I mean by hardware on this is is that is that boy, you can really goof this up. And you don't go just get a box of drywall screws Mm-mm. and try to build your deck. These need to be... They make deck screws mm-hmm. that you make decks with, and, and they're deck built make. to be outside. That's know? right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they don't they don't rust up as easy. They don't. You know, they have a different thread. They do have a different self, thread. Uh, pull them in. Mm-hmm. So that's something that you need to look at if you're going to to work on a deck. The wood seems to be the thing that a lot of folks think about, but you need to think about the hardware that you're going to build it with and. If you buy, uh, say, deck screws, you know, you'll find uh, different brand names, Deckmate and that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But if you buy deck screws, you'll notice that most of them are not a Phillips head. No. They might be a what they call a Torx head. Or it looks kind of like a star. You know, a lot of those use those. There's also, what, what is it? There's a flat one. Um, there's, a, there's a square bit. Yeah, square. Bit. That's what I meant. It's um, a square bit. Yeah. And then if you're putting in the composite 
material. That takes a whole different screw that you it actually fastener. you actually put that screw in there until that screw disappears. So so you never see it. Oh wow! Um, really gives it a nice clean look. Um, Sounds like it. That's cool. So yeah, there, that's that's a, that's a good point. Let's let's pay attention to the products that we're using and mm-hmm. and marry those products up with the with the hardware that goes with that product. Yeah, it's it's yes. very important. Uh, because and think about it, not they're not all made the same, and some of them uh, mm-hmm. rust out in a season, and some of them will last years and years. You know, I do that uh, with with most of my jobs. Even in the roofing um, material, we try to use the same brand of felt as shingles and uh-huh. nails from the same manufacturer. You know, right, like, right. Uh, well, if they're made to work together, then so be it. All right. Uh, uh, number to call is 877-MPB-RING. We're going to continue our discussion after the break. Listeners, what have, you, uh, have you recently put up a new fence or a new deck? Maybe you need some tips to revamp your fence or deck. You can call us with your questions, comments. Just tell us what project you're working on at 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. Podcasts of your favorite MPB Think Radio programs are available now. With any podcast app, you can search, subscribe, and never miss a second of MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Biggie, biggie, biggie. Welcome back to Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Delmore from Affordable Solutions 601 and Jeff Sammons from Houseworks. Today we're talking fences and decks and how to complete the project within code and how you like. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Let's go to Ken and Natchez. He's uh, Ken is uh, cleaning wood decks. Or did you have a comment about what we were talking about, cleaning wood decks? Ken, are you with us? Yes, yes, I'm here. Okay. Uh, yeah, guys, I, I want to tell you how much I enjoy your program. Well, thank you. And uh, I want to make a comment on cleaning these decks. Mm-hmm. The, uh, one of the greatest fallacies that uh, the hardware industry has put on the public consumer is the fact that a pressure washer cures all ills. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but can they're really fun to operate and very destructive? I, I agree. I love them, but I have seen so much damage in my 40 years out there that uh, it's just irreversible. And uh, when it comes down to pressure washing, the, the Bible, so to speak, is the National Park Service rules and regulations uh-huh. on restoration. And uh, all my guys, and as well as myself, we're all certified by the NPS through their workshops uh-huh. and uh, programs. Uh, they will practically imprison you for using a pressure washer on wood. Really? <laughs> really? And the, the reason is, no matter the angle, no matter the pressure, you're injecting moisture into that wood surface. 
and that moisture takes months and even years to come back out. Oh, really? And when it comes out, if you apply a film, such as a stain film or a paint film, over that wood before it's completely dry, uh-huh. the, mo- the moisture is coming out. There's nothing you can do about it, and it's going to pop that film right off that surface. Wow. Now, so the, the correct method is just like Dell recommended, using a, a bristle brush and a good cleaner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Bleach, throw your bleach away. Really? All bleach does for mold is bleach it out where you can't see it. Really? It does not remove the mold. It does not remove the mildew. That will to, to some extent, but for stuff that's deep-seated, has roots into your into the primer, uh-huh. it won't get rid of it. Really? We use a, a 33% peroxide mixture. Uh, it's real easy to obtain. You can go to the local beauty supply and buy it in gallon jugs. Really? And you mix it, yeah, you mix it 50-50 with your water, and when you spray it on and let the let it set for an hour or two. Let the sunshine hit it, and, and it can dry on there. You don't even have to neutralize it. You do need to wash it off, but there's no special neutralization process. And when you get through with it, you don't have mildew spores. You don't have anything active and alive on that surface. Wow. Be it brick, be it concrete, be it wood. Okay. Uh, that's a man, Ken. That's a that's amazing. That's a that's fantastic. Okay, so the lady that called earlier, and if you're thinking of uh, redoing your deck this year, uh, Ken, the the guy that builds lots of decks, says do not use uh, bleach, and for under any circumstances, use a pressure washer on your wood deck. I wonder what he feels about composite. Which so. will also attack your fasteners. And uh, that's something you don't, uh, that's an area you don't want to visit right there. Yeah. And so, folks, when uh, when Ken, uh, the contractor, says fasteners, he means screws. Okay. So that's what he's talking about. All right. Uh, and Ken, fantastic. That's something that we all need to know. And I appreciate the, the, the help. Anytime uh, another contractor out there hears what we're talking about and wants to get in on it, 877-MPB-RING. Let's go to Diana in Mobile, on Mobile, painting concrete, which is always a really neat, interesting thing. Diana, are you with us? Yes, I am. Thank you. So what are you doing? Well, I have an old concrete patio. That has been painted in the past, and I'm told it was painted with, you know, paint that was intended for that purpose. Right. And I want to I wanna paint over it, so I just want to know if there's anything I need to do besides clean it. Uh, is it cracking or peeling or anything of that nature? Well, yeah, it's kind of old. You mean is the paint peeling? No, the paint's not. The paint's not peeling? Is it, like, just faded or...? Yeah, it's faded, and it was—it looks more like it was a semi-transparent. Paint. Oh, okay, 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 like a stain. How but, is that concrete surface? Is it uh, got any cracks or abrasions in it? You know. It's, yeah, I mean it's not perfect by any means. It's been there a long time, <laughs> but I, I just don't want to redo the surface. It's not worth it to me. Right. Okay. Mm. So, so in other words, she's not interested in refloating that right. surface. And you don't want so. the transparent look. You want a solid concrete look. Yeah, I'm going to use solid mainly because of some of the distressed areas in the concrete. I don't yeah. think it would look very good that any other way. I, you know, I think your biggest issue is going to be getting the new paint to stick mm-hmm. to the old paint. Right. Um, is there is there a method? Well, oh, yeah. I mean, you can etch it 
Um, uh, but I, I would, I would definitely get paint that is made just for concrete, just for outside, and um, and and get the manufacturer's recommendations because uh, there's a couple different ways to etch concrete. And I'm not saying that's what you want to do. You you may have to sand it first. Yeah. You know, yeah. Just to rough it up. Or or you might be able to do an acid etch on it. Um, oh, wow. The, the paints they make now come with the uh, ingredients to kind of etch itself. It has an agent in it that uh, uh, eat into the existing in So it is this a, a special paint that yes, is? concrete staining solid paint. Okay. Is that really expensive? Not really. When, uh it, well, it doesn't cover as far, but you oh, it can, doesn't uh, cover as much. Okay, so you got to buy more of it. All right, it's, uh, Diane. There, there's your thing right there. Uh, I think you might be able to get a really good paint to help you out with this. And and Solid. I don't. Uh, and and Jeff, your recommendation of the acid wash, I think, is a great idea. Well, yeah. and I'm not saying that will work. I'm saying check with the manufacturer right. of that particular <laughs> product. Okay. All right, thanks, Diana. Let's move on to Mark in Ridgeland. Mark, you're doing a, a a deck in the middle of the yard. Yeah, yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, did I pick up uh, that one of you guys there on the right, on the air uh, recently did a freestanding round deck out in the yard? Did I catch that? Yeah. Well, I I recently did a deck in the yard. It's not round. I, I think you might have put together two stories because Dell just recently did a, a deck for a client that was uh, a rounded deck because it had to go around an existing uh I think oh, brick okay. or brick structure or something like that but anyway the the cut was what looked like the demon to me that, that you know that was the scary part for me Okay well here uh, I'm thinking about doing uh, a deck a freestanding deck out in the yard away from the house and I was thinking about um using tracks uh and uh, so I kind of wanted I've never worked with tracks so I was kind of wondering about how that goes? Is it hard to work with? Is it? Uh, can you? Does do you work it just like regular um, decking lumber or other lumber? Or absolutely. Dell Dell just that. built this deck a couple days ago with that. Am I correct? Yes. The uh, Trek system is amazing, man. It is a good product. I mean, it's can just you like. Can one of you guys explain what Trex is? Um, it's a rot resistant um compound uh, compost. You know, uh, recycled product put together mm-hmm. with a finish that will never um. It'll last forever. What they what they say? Um, I got yeah, in a couple of pieces, uh, and it will still look good. I think it carries like a fifty year warranty. In fact, um, all of the walkways at Yosemite are made out of that Trex product. No way. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a uh, best best way to describe it. It's a plastic. Mm-hmm. But it's much, much more durable than a piece of plastic. So, is this something that you can pick up at the at the home stores? Yes. In you fact, can. there's a knockoff. Uh, oh. Don't I don't recall the name right now. Uh, it's a little cheaper mm-hmm. than the Trex. Trex can get expensive quick, mm-hmm. and and don't and don't don't it's a custom product. Don't take that the wrong way. I'm not telling you not to buy it. Right. Um, do your homework. Trex is just like Dale said is a is a excellent product. And it's and where are you seeing this um, knockoff? <laughs> um, I, I believe Lowe's has it. The knockoff um, does not have colors. Oh, it doesn't. Oh, and it only okay. comes like you got texture and smooth groove. Mm-hmm. You might can only get uh, smooth. Yeah. And it only comes in a gray. Right. Well, there's a reason it's a knockoff. 
Yeah, sure. Yeah, so, sure. Yeah, okay. And that's the only one in stock. It's not an in stock product. You can cut it and screw it, and oh yeah, just like a just like wood. Absolutely. Yes. Well, yes. well yes. Jeff had mentioned earlier that you do want to check out your fasteners on that because yeah, there's a there's a special screw that that you can actually screw that into the wood deep enough that 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 wood disappears. I mean, the screw head will disappear. Uh-huh. It's a system. But you well, I'm thinking about getting fancy and doing uh, an elongated round deck. Or oh, yes, like sure. No. Dude, go get fancy. That's sure. what we want. Send you us know, a picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, take a picture of it. Send it, fix it one-on-one. Okay, I'll do that. Thank you, guys. All right, Mark, appreciate it. Let's move on to Tom and Newton. Uh, Southern Pine Pergola? What, what are we talking about, Tom? Yeah, I, I built uh, a pergola um, over my patio. Oh, cool. Spring. And I used uh, treated southern yellow pine, mm-hmm. and I was wondering if you could give me some ideas about what I could brush on to uh, maybe help uh, keep the wood looking fresh. Hey, did you did you uh, stain it or paint it in any way? No, no, uh, no. It's just uh, it's just the raw treated wood. Okay, um, and for for look, that's where you do the stain. But I, uh, fellas, what, what would you think about protection? putting over? Def, um, you could easily use a um, a wood sealer like um, the Thompson product, like a Thompson or, kind of product yeah, for decking and, on the and, and fencing, or uh, look, um, you know, anything along that line. Something that um, seals the wood and protects it from the from the weather and the rain. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and in uh, any of the, I would think any of the decking products you or or a fencing mm-hmm. uh, paint of sort uh, you yeah. could use on that. I mean, if you want to yeah. keep that natural look, just get the clear um, base. Right. But it, it will definitely help, you know. And just keep oh, applying it over and over, you know, uh, periodically. Say what, Tom? Tom? All right. So I guess he, he, yeah. he got his question answered. You definitely want to uh, do it more than one time. You, you know, know when we it. did it right, guys, because they just go away. <laughs> All right, fine. All right, number calls, 877-MPB-RING. 877-672-7464. We'll continue our discussion after the break. Have you recently put up a new fence or a new deck? Or you want to? Or have you fixed your old one? Uh, Number calls 877-MPB-RING. There we go. 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. We'll be right back. You're a sustaining member of MPB Think Radio. We appreciate your support of our programs. To become a sustainer, go to mpbonline.org. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Fix It 101 on MPB Think Radio. I'm Jason Klein here with contractor Del Moore from Affordable Solutions 601. And Jeff Simmons is here from Houseworks. Today we're talking fences and decks and how to complete this project the way you want. Join the conversation this morning by calling 877-MPB-RING. 
That's 877-672-7464. Or send an email to fixit101 at mpbonline.org. Just a quick thought uh, in the middle of the break. I was thinking about when you're staining your deck, Mm -hmm. uh, I know that you're going for a look that you like. However, if you stain your deck really dark, you'll pay for that in the summer when it's 4,000 degrees. Mm -hmm. And that deck gets too hot to walk on with bare feet. Sure. So, anyway, think about that when you're putting your deck. I'm serious. What? Dell's just losing it over here. Yeah. Um, the, the last deck that I did, the client, I tried to get her to go dark, and she was like, no, no I no, don't no. Have. It's going to be too dark. It's yeah. going to be too hot, man. You can't be out there. All right, 877-MPB-RING. Let's go to Cindy and Brandon, or is that Brandon? How's it going, Cindy? Hey. Hey. I was just uh, talking about decks. I have had a lot of boards that... They're starting to crack and look bad, and I have been flipping some of them over. Uh-huh. The hardest part is usually getting the board up, getting the screws out and everything. Right. But it's surprising what the other side looks like. You know? Well, oh, oh, and you'd be blown away because the top half of that can look uh, as though the wood is rotting away. You turn it over, and it's uh-huh. it's like pink and perfect, you know? Yeah, I know. That's amazing. You know, I've done that. And then... I was wondering, the guy that was talking using the peroxide solution, when you put it on there, then do you just scrub it with a brush, or did he... Did yeah, that's what he was saying, mm-hmm. uh, the, the go with Dell's method on that and scrub. And then just, you can just wash it off with water then after you've scrubbed it, right? Yeah, yes. And just forget the pressure washer. Yeah, right? the pressure washer apparently injects wood, or right. water into your wood. And just ruins it all. Right. Have y'all ever heard at the garden show, there was a... There were some people there trying to sell something called Permaseal, mm-hmm. which is silicone you put over top of oh, a yeah. clean deck. Uh-huh. I did wondered if y'all had seen any of that down anywhere. I have, and, and, and it works a little bit like, have you ever seen or heard of rhino coating? Uh-huh, yeah. It works a lot like that. It's it's basically a, a, a poly coat. It's, you know, in other words, this is definite chemistry and engineering. It, it goes on. Uh, is a liquid, and then it's a it's a, a rubbery solid for the rest of its life, and it lasts okay. a long time. So it fills in the cracks, like, and that kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. They do have a paint now that's called the Deck Restorer Paint. Mm-hmm. That it has all type over of bonding elements in it that kind of fills <clears> in <throat> the wood as it goes. I do want to suggest yeah. to people, though, that that Deck Restorer stuff... Mm-hmm. Don't use the deck restorer when a board needs replacing. Right. Well, I was, I was just fixing to tell Jill that, Jill, everything has a shelf life. Right. You right. know, it, at some point, um, those boards will have to be replaced. Right. Yeah, instead of turning so, them over, replace them. And and, and uh, what a lot of folks don't know, and Dell and I were talking about this when we came in, uh, and Jeff, you picked up on it, too, is uh, the cupping in wood. Correct. If the deck is was not properly put down and what that means is you have to go as jeff calls it bark side out or up Mm -hmm. uh meaning the grain of the wood when you look at the edge of the board you look at the the end end of it right right look at the end of the board and if the rainbow is up then you're doing it right have the um no no have the have the smiley face going down yes that is bark side out right so okay no you're right rainbow up i I hadn't thought about it like that rainbow up yeah yeah. Yeah. Meaning meaning it's a it's an upward curve. Yeah. And you want that on top. That's right. Sunny days. Mm-hmm. There you go, Cindy. All right, let's uh move on to all right, that one got X'd out. Let's go to uh Edgar and Jackson. Best way to get rid of mold. Now this we gotta check out. What's going on, Edgar? Uh, good morning. Good morning. 
Uh, my my question, first of all, I really enjoy you guys' show. You do a great job. Thank you, sir. Uh, uh, but my main question has to do with, uh, it's not a deck, but it's a patio, patio situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, a concrete patio with uh, little, little pedals uh, uh, um, uh, embedded in it, and but it's in a shaded area. Mm-hmm. It collects a lot of mold, and I've tried that pressure washer deal, and it doesn't work too well for me, and it also seems to you know wreck the, the concrete. What's the best way to get the mold off a situation like that? Uh, I'm going to go with what these guys were talking about a little bit earlier with that uh, mopping a uh, peroxide solution uh, on it. And, of course, you can buy this stuff in the home stores if you don't want to make it yourself. I do think it's funny the the thought of a a whole bunch of burly contractors walking up into Sally's Beauty Supply and grabbing (laughs) peroxide. (laughs) In this case, he might could use something like the Joe Max or something, uh, right? Because it's got concrete, just uh, mix up a solution and take a mop uh, or or the bristle brush and just... Uh, agitated like that. Yeah, I don't really. You don't have to really. Use I really the wouldn't use a, a, a brush broom sort of situation. Mm-hmm. It seems like it would get into the cracks and creases of especially that type of concrete. And the mop bucket, you know, a five gallon bucket or something, and yeah. kind of dip and agitate it. Mm-hmm. You know, what was that solution you mentioned? Uh, the Joe Max or something like that, a house wash. Joe Max. Yeah, or, yeah. or, a, or a concrete concrete cleaner. Uh huh. Either one of those would be on the shelf in those aisles. You know, kind of close yeah. together, right? So I got House wash, which means I have to be doing a lot of brushing, right? And then I just wash it off. <laughs> yeah, well, basically, you would want to wash the whole area. Just give it a bubble bath. Uh-huh. It's gonna. It will take some elbow grease, though. Yeah, and then take your garden hose and wrench it off. There you go. All right, thanks. We appreciate it, Edgar. Let's move on to Warren is in uh, Columbus, and you've got a comment about fences, Warren. Warren, oh, we just lost him. Do wait, wait. Do we take him? Warren, are you there? Yes, I am. Okay, I'm sorry. I, you know what? That was me, Java. I didn't push the button right. So, All right, so what's up with your fence there, Warren? Uh, well, I have an idea that maybe I could give to the public. From, uh, my house faces kind of a little creek, and I built a fence there, wouldn't, but I did it on both sides. I erected my post and then put my stringers. I used three of them. And then uh, screwed my boards in. And on the other side, I used the 2 by 4 as well. But before I strapped those boards up, I used a six-and-a-half-inch metal plate, uh, one kind of in the middle and one on each end on all the 2 by 4 strap them together. Mm -hmm. Then put my boards up, and that keeps both of the 2 by 4 straight where they can't bend. Oh, wow. That's uh that's a that's a really neat idea. You really put some thought into that, Warren. You're spending twice the money because medically you get the good look from both sides and then you don't get any uh warping. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Yeah, that's a good idea. Uh, and also if you have to have retrofit 2x4s, you can always do that with uh some people call them hurricane straps. Uh uh, there, there, there are these metal straps that you can use to screw to the two by four, and then also screw to the post. So there, there's a way to do that also. All right, folks, that was it. That, that went a lot faster than I thought it was going to go. Did it? Yeah, it okay, did. decks and fences. There you go. All right, Fix It One Hundred is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting Think Radio, and is funded by the generous contributions from listeners like you. Our show is produced by Mr. Java Chapman. Our call screener today was Jay White. For Del Moore and Jeff Sammons, I'm Jason Klein. Stay tuned for Everyday Tech with guest host Jay White. And join us next week, Wednesday at 9, for Fix It 101 only on MPB Think Radio.